Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest is Samit Howe at Hover. Welcome, Samit. Thank you. Very glad to be here. Yeah. So you guys have an amazing technology, which we'll talk about in a second. But I thought it'd be cool if you kind of retraced your career a little bit and explained how you got to Hover. Sure. Yeah. It's an interesting story. So, well, I grew up in India. Oh. And in India, the society kind of steers people to two jobs, either become a doctor or an engineer. <laughs> so I... Not lawyer? No, well, lawyer too, but Lawyer's those like are the three. two mainstreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to school for computer engineering and got a job at a bid out outsourcing company as an engineer. But I was always interested in the business side, so went to Yale for my MBA. Oh wow! And then joined IBM headquarters uh, in their data science group. That's where I got the experience with machine learning and really got into data. And then uh, a friend from grad school reached out about an opening uh, at Good Data, which is a oh, that's right. startup. Uh, Backbend recent, and then after three years at Good Data, I became interested in AR and VR because that was I thought it's an inflection point. That yeah. was the time when Magic Leap got a big funding. Uh, so then I jumped on board with Hover when the opportunity arose. Yeah, it's it's always hard picking those new technologies like AR, VR, because history of Silicon Valley is it like takes ten years longer yeah. than everyone thinks for it yeah, to go mainstream. Exactly. Like I still remember seeing Friendster, like the demo for Friendster, and I was like, <laughs> this is going to be huge. And I almost quit my job actually to join them. <laughs> and then it wasn't until Facebook like yeah. five years later where it really started taking off. So yeah. it's, just, it's amazing how the cycle Thankfully worked. for me though, because I, yeah, I was interested in AR, VR, but the only applications I'd heard of were either in gaming or in self or driverless cars yeah. or uh, the defense industry. Yeah. But Hover was the only platform that was addressing a pain point right now instead of in some distant future. Yeah. So I thought it was an incredible That's actually really smart, yeah. By the time everything else comes around, you can, yeah. you'll have five years of hovering. Yeah, we're making money. Yeah. It's, it's solving a pain point. Like, this is That's a real awesome. deal. That's your MBA right there, paying off. Uh, well, maybe talk about what Hover does and what you do there. Sure. So Hover is a uh, technology platform where we take in the smartphone photos and uh, translate those to accurate measurements and a 3D model. And I'm the director of product management there, and I oversee everything about the 3D reconstruction. So anything that goes from when a user takes photo to actually seeing the 3D model that falls in the So we have a, a common friend, Vijay, who introduced yep. us. And as he, t I still think it's kind of magic. Like basically you can reconstruct the square footage of a house mm -hmm. via some pictures. Yes which is totally mind-blowing to me. It like, is. how is that possible? So maybe walk through a little bit of that and like, sure. and obviously there's probably some secret sauce you can't disclose, but like, it's kind of mind-blowing that that can actually happen. Yeah, well, it is magic. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, the technology has advanced so much now. The phones are carrying so much sensor information that we can actually get that data and then try to connect these uh, 3D models just by photos. Uh -huh. uh, so, and a lot of it is proprietary information, but we use a lot of deep learning algorithms and computer vision to tie these together yeah. and then ultimately form a 3D model. And so who's, who's the beneficiary of this service? Like who uses the service sure. and how so does that help We society? are actually going after a lot of, or there could be so many myriad applications for this, but our primary target uh, user base is the contractors. Mm -hmm. So think of this, uh, Hover actually started as a defense contractor, but it pivoted into home improvement market because the value proposition was so, so much stronger. Yeah. Uh, so 
the sales process in the home improvement market has not, if you think about it, it hasn't changed in decades. The contractor still drives to your house, they take the <laughs> yeah. tape measurement, they give you eyeballed uh, measurements, and the, the vision of the homeowner on how a remodel should look like versus what the contractor thinks, they're usually not the same. Yeah. And that's where Hover fits in. Yeah. Now a contractor can just simply take few photos and then get the accurate measurements. They no longer have to crawl uh, around the house or go on top of the roof. Besides being dangerous, it's very time consuming. Yeah. Um, it's like a truck roll, right? Any business has a truck roll is going to be super expensive. Sure. And yeah. Yeah. And, and do, does that feed into like a simulation that they, everyone can look at together? Or yeah, how does that work? Absolutely. So yeah. they can sit with the homeowner at the kitchen table and then show them this is how their, their house looks like today. And we can actually customize the 3D model by changing colors or adding new elements to it and splitting facades. And this is a really good upselling tool for them. Yeah. Let's say I call you uh, just to get my roof fixed, but then you show me this cruel 3D model and you show me how stone, a, a, a wall of stone is gonna look like, and then boom, there it goes. Yeah, or uh, maybe break out a wall or something yeah. like that. And so it's you like, can oh just change gosh. everything just with a click of a wow, button. Wow, that's crazy. And what do they like, what do the contractors like the best? Is it the speed and efficiency or is it the upsell? I think upsell is, is the cherry on the top, but yeah. think about like, I don't have to use my measurement at all. Yeah. Like I just don't have to do anything with hand. All I need is eight photos yeah. and I'm done. So, yeah. and on top of that, this is a very a good differentiator for them because all the other contractors, yes, they can use uh, other aerial imagery measurements, but uh, the 3D model is really the differentiator yeah. that sets them apart when they're talking to the homeowner, it gives them a really good selling tool and uh, form that relationship with the homeowner. And if you're a homeowner and you see your house in 3D and you can actually interact with it versus I'm another contractor who are just telling you the quote, of course I'm gonna yeah. have, be more um, invested in the yeah. second process. It builds a lot of confidence too. And I know I, there's not too many people that have like a seamless relationship with their contractor. Usually there's some ups and downs. So yeah. having kind of that joint agreement and visualization is, yeah. seems really, really powerful. So that's one. And the second uh, market that we are actively going after is the home insurance. Mm, yeah. Auto insurers are already, they've already jumped on this mobile claims bandwagon and the home insurers are very much eager to do so. Yeah. Uh, and we have learned that the number one focus of home insurers are to is to improve customer experience. Again, let's say I got a hail damage and um, right now I have to take a day off wait for the adjuster to come in so that they can examine the damage and it takes weeks to get my check. But now a homeowner can take photos, wow. they can start their claim process immediately yeah. and get a check in a couple of hours. And that's like for renter's insurance or home insurance, something yeah, like that? Yeah, both. I happen to have my apartment burned down like 15 years ago and so oh. did my wife. Like, it, I think it was like a month apart too, it was crazy, like weird. But you're right, it takes forever to get the money yep. and like, all my clothes got trashed and my TV got ruined and I had to go get another apartment and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's actually a really inefficient process. Yeah, no, it is. It's, I think with our technology, it's the classic example of going after this unexplored market, like contracting and even, the, uh, the, even with insurance and just bringing more transparency and efficiency to the yeah. process. So you said there was a pivot from like a defense contractor to mm -hmm. home improvement. Like, was there, were you there during the pivot and how did I it work? I was not, uh, but we were creating 3D maps for military convoys. 
to look at them before they would take oh, these routes. Wow. Um, so that's how it started. Yeah. And um, then they're like, hey, it. the military is tough to sell to. Let's it's tough to sell to. The sales cycle is very long. Uh, but then here, it's just you show it to a contractor once and they keep coming yeah. back and yeah. it's just so easy. I always joke with VJ and other sales folks that your job is so easy. You just show the product and it sells itself. I went to a conference uh, once. That sounds like such a product person to say. <laughs> but no, I went to this conference and I was showing it and everyone just flocked around me yeah. and I was, yeah, I was teasing them that your job wow. is easy. Yeah, I'm sure the salespeople love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you guys have done some big announcements lately. So you did a huge fundraise yep. and you also had a uh, kind of strategic partnership with somebody. You yeah. want to talk about that? So uh, earlier this year, we got a round of funding from GV, from Home Depot and Standard Industries. Standard Industries is the world's largest roofing uh, manufacturer. Oh, I didn't know that, okay. Yeah, wow, so, good for them for investing, that's cool. Yeah, no, we have really good partnerships yeah. uh, with this and uh, uh, and now Home Depot is one of our uh, largest partner, they're an investor, um, so it's been going really yeah. good. So but you guys I, have, do you have like, locations set up in the Home Depot or they just promote your technology or how does it work? No, they they have their brand or their pros or professionals uh, who use our technology on a daily basis. Wow. So they are going to, uh, when they're talking to homeowners, they use our oh. technology and there's our app, but we have branded it in the Home Depot way so that uh, they can use that it. That makes sense, yeah. They probably want to show off the Home Depot yeah. stuff. That's really cool. Did you, how, like, how did that whole partnership come along where they just, were the people at Home Depot hearing about Hover and they're like, oh gosh, yeah, we gotta get like in all this. the other contractors were using them and yeah. then they saw, okay, what the heck is that? And then uh, they got to know about that and then that's how it came about. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because a big partnership like that's really hard to get, yeah. like, especially from a retailer. Yeah. I mean, so has there been like any, did you ever have any like hiccup moments where it was like, oh gosh, this Home Depot rollout could get a little scary because there's so many contractors and so many stores and everything? not scary it's just exciting yeah uh, yeah we've been seeing our job volume just uh, grow tremendously and it's exciting to that's see. awesome yeah. good for you uh, well maybe talk a little bit because you do product management so I was telling you before turning the mics on that we are writing a lot of software and doing a lot of automation here what's what are kind of some of the basic tenets of product management for you and how do you apply that at hover one of the things that I would say, um, come, or being an engineer and coming from an analytics background I always used to place intuitively more importance to the quantitative elements. Uh, but I think as a product manager, you also need to be very careful about the qualitative aspect. Because uh, it's not just looking at the NPS scores. You have yeah. to talk to your customer yeah. because NPS rarely correlates with body language. Oh, interesting. Because uh, <laughs> we do NPS scores here. And people are like brutally honest, good oh, and yeah? bad. And I get like, sometimes I'm like, holy cow. But do they give the comments or do yeah. they just get, yeah, okay, they get so that's, actually, that's better than just getting the score. Yeah, the angry people always give a comment. Yeah. So it's like, and we and we have a really high NPS score just if you're, if you're curious, but it's like, sometimes I'm like surprised. I'm like, I can't believe the people who like love us sometimes the most, they'll uh -huh. give us like a five and I'm like, you, you just told me last week that you love us so much, like your expectations are like out of this world. You yeah, know? well that, that's another factor, but yeah, I think that's why it's just important to talk to them and not just solely rely on data. Yeah. Uh, there was something recently I read about uh, difference between being data driven and data informed. And data driven is when you let data guide your decision making yeah. process. But I think data informed is when you let 
data act as a check on your intuition or gut. Yeah. And I rather be, and I, and at least my team, we try to be more data informed, yeah. where we use both intuition and data to come up with a set of testable hypotheses yeah. for a product, rather than just looking at data and then making decisions off yeah, of that. Yeah, you don't want to be like a prisoner of it, you know. Because I understand you do mostly houses right now, mm -hmm. but like skyscrapers or yeah. like corporate floors that need to get remodeled or something like Maybe you do that, maybe you don't, I don't know. But I was like, oh, that seems like a really big thing too. Yeah, majority of it is we are still going after the residential uh, homes, yeah. but commercial is something that is on our roadmap. Yeah. So another, yeah, I mean, this is a perfect example yeah. of where do you start commercial right now or do you first totally. perfect the... And I know there's like a use case for us, like we're sitting in the cruise office and it's like we moved in here we had to put a lot of work into it and figure out the colors and figure out if we should knock down on like a wall and things like that. So I can see how the application would be super valuable. But yeah, you got to, I guess, do the trade-offs, right? Do yeah. you go deeper yeah. in the Home Depot crew or do we go after a whole other market Absolutely. segment? Yeah. yeah. So you, so how do you, do you look at like leads or do you look at like MPS? Like how do you make that decision? I think a lot, we do have other product managers as well who are, my, my domain is the, particularly on the 3D reconstruction. Uh -huh. But yeah, we look at leads, we look at, I mean, especially on the insurance side, uh, again, the uh, sales cycle is very long there as well. Yeah, uh, relative that makes to sense because the they're big, huge companies, yeah. But yeah, if, if you just focus on the top carriers, if you, even if you get one of those, others will follow. Makes the company um, too, probably, yeah. So that's, that's what we're going yeah. after, just trying to build a relationship with top carriers and then going that's after. That's where you need the salespeople. Yeah. That's yeah. That's You're what right. DJ brings home. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, now, like you talked about an insurance going after an insurance provider. Like, what are the steps there? Like, do you have to just like, do you show them like ROIs? You show them that the contractors using it. Do you sh like? Are you trying to build a workflow? An I think example the very workflow? first thing, or whenever we meet with them and we talk about our technology, and it's never been a case when they're not vowed. Yeah. Just by seeing what we can do, that's yeah. a very good wow factor with yeah. our technology. And it's cool for them because it's like money in their pocket. You know? Yeah, because like they save are money saving. Absolutely, they are. It's directly affecting their bottom line. They are. Uh, saving money, not sending anyone on field. Um, every and plus, I think it's also the expectations from the consumers to be more technologically savvy. They they want to be with the insurer who because they know that insurer is more efficient. It's like Metro Mile. I checked it out. It did, doesn't work for me, but I checked it out the other day because I was like, well, they figured out a more efficient way, so they're probably cheaper. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. And yeah. like everyone wants to just do business on the phone. Yeah. Or you know, if if I can just take photos and get my claim check, I mean, why would I even talk to someone? I know. So I think they see all these steps that how the workflow can be so much more efficient, how it can bring transparency and also accuracy yeah. to what they're seeing because um, it, it's just a win-win. That's exactly how we do it too. We, we're building so much automation and little tools that help help our clients self-serve themselves because that's what they want. It's like exactly what you said. People want to do business on the phone help themselves, they don't necessarily want to talk to someone if they don't have to. Yeah. Which is kind of nice, it's, we like the relationship and I'm sure you do too and I'm sure like your sales team loves going out to Home Depot and the insurance yeah. buyers, but like, it's also nice to have a product that is so good that people just use yeah. it seamlessly. It's, it's easy, and I mean, on the insurance side, we're also exploring the uh, front of the funnel, so while they're calculating the underwriting or the premiums, mm -hmm. uh, even there our product can be used. Interesting. So same concept you take photos uh, but this time you also include some of the risk factors that are 
used to calculate those premiums. So we are uh, asking users to, let's say, take photos of their yard to figure out if they have a swimming pool or oh, a trampoline, and we can detect those. Yeah. And um, even uh, if a house has an aggressive dog, the premium could go up. Oh, interesting. So things like that. Do you look and see if the dog's like napping or, or barking? <laughs> yeah, these are, we get really cute pictures. We have a whole Slack channel <laughs> of awesome full dogs. of dogs. Uh, my uh, wife loves dogs. She would she would like to subscribe to that Slack yeah, channel. Yeah. That would be good content marketing for you. You should yeah, totally do that. Right. And so, and so that, so is it now, because yeah, when you, when you do insurance, you are filling out a lot of stuff. Yeah, and the insurance company is probably photos. taking it on, on your word that you're actually accurately providing it. Yeah. But so this is, so is, is, it, is it shifting away from like people giving quotes over the phone to just like an automated quote over the I mean, With this, yeah, a lot of our carriers are trying this. We're in the pilot stage yeah. with a lot of them and we're getting really good response. Um, and on, on top of that, we're also doing interior in this case. Uh, so also figuring out what kind of, is, is the kitchen very modern? It's, yeah. Uh, so and it's probably good, like I know when my place burned down, they asked me a lot of questions about like my clothes and what yeah. the room looked like and my furniture. Yeah. It's nice to have, this is before, this is how old I am, this is before smartphones. <laughs> so like there wasn't a way to take pictures, but yeah. it would be nice to have a record of that. Yeah, it's like everything is documented yeah. and it's with the uh, insurer and when the claim does get submitted, you already have those pictures. Yeah. So you don't even need to ask them for another or Yeah, I used pictures. to have to fill out these huge, I had to fill out like a huge list of every shirt I owned and every pant and I was like, <laughs> oh, so terrible. Oh man. That would be a lot. Yeah. Like right now we're just asking for basic stuff, yeah. but I think that's that's more than enough or what, more than what they get today. Yeah. And in terms of like your retail partnerships, there's other firms like Lowe's and Costco. Are you like Home Depot all the way through or do you guys talk to those other firms? You have to kind of play it cool because Home Depot probably wants like an exclusive or something like that. Yeah, we're still exploring that. I mean, right now we haven't even scratched the surface with Home Depot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once we get traction there, I'm sure that it'll open doors yeah, for others. Yeah, they're like, hey, we, we're, we're, we're gonna help help you for the next couple of years to so stick <laughs> with us. Um, awesome, well, so, so talk about a little bit more of like the product management flow internally. Like, are you, are they coming to you if they want to explore like a new vertical and they're saying like, hey, how does the sky, can you build the skyscraper models? Is that even possible? Yeah. Or is that, because your your job sounds like the hardest, which is actually getting the models to work exactly. and make sure they're tested. Yeah, and I think usually how we are approaching this is even with, uh, let's say, the underwriting concept that we are currently exploring that, you know, we are looking at the pictures of the yard and that's a new concept for us because so far we've only been asking yeah. for the photos. So it typically works as we come up with the concept that this is how it's gonna work. We run some pilots and then based on what traction we get, we go after that. Uh, so it's not that the very first idea we come in, we build a lot of prototypes, mm -hmm. uh, get feedback early on. So the whole customer development phase, yeah. uh, show them a um, bunch of MVPs and then get their feedback and then iterate on that. Yeah. So Do you ever have like, have you ever had those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, the the square footage was totally off or like on an MVP or something like that? Or the, how do you? Well, so because the square footage uh, feature is still based on our core product, it, it's still- It's, it's iron tight. It's iron tight, yeah. yeah. Like never had that issue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there have been other things where we have, let's say, because we can't really see the basement square feet and we are assuming we're actually asking that question to the yeah. user and uh, there we have been off or um, like our algorithms would detect, let's say if there are two windows, we would say uh, that it's a two-story building. Oh, But yeah, it's yeah. actually a very giant, like a huge window yeah. and it's actually just one story. Like a loft or something like but, that. Yeah. yeah. 
So I think oh. those kind of things we are um, currently working on, but yeah, there have That's been probably moments. like 0.1% of the yeah, use cases there, though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. So where's, maybe talk about where Hover's going next. Like what are the, or maybe sometimes you can't talk about the new products or things yeah. like that, but what's the most exciting thing that gets you up every morning when you go to work? So I think this whole insurance vertical has been my focus and we've, um, at least on the underwriting side, we've just begun and we're doing pilots. So that's yeah. very exciting. Uh, it's just a new, a new application of our technology. Yeah. Uh, that, and then I think ultimately, there will be an opportunity for Hover to be a data provider. A lot of companies are looking for 3D or they're interested in 3D property data, yeah. but and companies such as Google, they're actually gathering such data, but they're doing it stereoscopically using Aerial. Oh, um, yeah, 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 or satellite stuff. Or satellite, yeah. Yeah. so I think a lot of these companies are looking for next generation of accuracy, which we have, where yeah. we can actually give you buy into what the software depth is. Yeah. No I'm sure Google made the investment thinking like, this is a really good yeah. data source. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they are looking for some technology that could update regularly. And if a company can embed itself in the contracting process or even the insurance process, it's a very f efficient means to just keep updating those. Yeah. Anytime you have a remodel, you update it. I mean, they could probably bring those data to maps and you know tons of stuff. Like yeah. eventually, you yeah, know, that's they're insatiable with that stuff. But even with that, even if they, yeah, the the new technology, yes. But I, we always think about uh, right now they're very much uh, dependent on the aerial and yeah. satellite, which has its own shortcomings, right? The the cost of refresh. Yeah. Here you just need to take a phone and then yeah. take eight pictures. Someone go around, yeah. So I, I think those. I'm very excited about that, becoming the data provider and creating this next generation of accuracy. Just, I think that's You guys exciting. are just locked and loaded, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah VJ yeah, was really excited. excited when he joined in. I met up with him like six months later, he's like, it's actually working, this is amazing. I think he was like a really early employee. And now yeah, no, yeah. he was, he was. He's the one who actually, uh, I, we were at Good Data together, yeah, yeah. so he had let me know, and then yeah. that's how it happened. That's how you find out about the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. Will yeah, you kind of so maybe just reiterate where everyone can find Hover? And yeah, absolutely. And uh, this is actually great because you don't have to be a con like even homeowners yeah. can just download the yeah. app, take take pictures, and then get the three cool three D model and just try to customize. Uh, so you can find our app both in uh, Apple Store and Android. It's uh, Hover. H-O-V-E-R. Check it out. Tell Check your contractor to use it if they're yeah. not using it already. If, if a contractor comes in, first question you should ask, did you hover? Yeah. Do you know about that? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Sumit, thank you so much for coming by. This is awesome. No, and congratulations great. on your success and the company's success. Thanks for having me. Cool. Cheers.